This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Protectionism is not a good fix for inflation. A Purdue University consumer study for how consumers were coping with higher food prices, 24% of respondents sought out more sales and discounts. 31% have not changed their behavior. Some of that behavior did not need to change is that they were already good food pantry managers. The standard 4th of July cookout was up 17% over last year. That was about $10. Frankly, that was in part because it had gotten too cheap over the course of the years and was a reset. This cookout cost actually was lower in 2021 than it was in 2020, so if you spread the cost over two years, much of the sting went away. No one complained when the price fell in 2021. The price of strawberry sliced cheese and potato chips declined this year. Of the total cost, farmers only get about 8% of it. Like everything, inflation has been flat for so many years. Consumers, business, and even farmers had gotten complacent over managing their costs. They just expected everything to be there when they needed it with the minimal price risk, and the potential inflation did not warrant the risk to costs of managing inventories to control costs. There was a time during the pandemic when freezers were hard to get. They were spoiled by the just-in-time supply chain. Now we've seen periodic empty shelf space for some items in grocery stores. The question will be what this food fest will cost next year. Inflation is not going to hurry back to the Fed's 2% target rate, but it is more likely to moderate in 2023. There are always seasonal price strings, and given market volatility, they will overdo it in both directions. One must attend to opportunities is the expectation that inputs, whether for crops or cookouts, need not be managed, no longer applies in the new market environment. The American Farm Bureau was also making the point that farmers are not price gouging, saying that despite higher food prices, the supply chain disrupts into inflation and main farm supplies more expensive. Like consumers, farmers are price takers, not price makers. Bottom line, in many cases, the higher prices farmers are being paid aren't covering the increase in their farm expenses. The cost of fuel is up and fertilizer prices have tripled, unquote. While grocery store prices are on the list of consumer complaints about inflation, gas prices top it. We all know that higher energy prices translate into higher fertilizer and transportation costs, which can add up to more of a food dollar than the actual food. There was always gas at the retail station when you want to fill up. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve was tapped for the right reason for once. The crude oil price is moderating, hitting our target of 93 to $94 a barrel. And while the summer is not over and winter will increase energy demand, this country is by and large energy independent and actually contributing to global supply. People forget that it was just May 20th in 2020 when the futures price of crude oil fell to a negative $37.63 a barrel. The price of the leaded gas subsequently fell to $1.87 a gallon by August 27th of 2020. That was a COVID economic stimulus in and of itself. It also hammered the global oil industry, shutting down production and storage tanks filled. The price of oil recovered when demand did. President Joe Biden in March announced the largest release ever from the U.S. emergency oil reserves at a million barrels per day, 
for six months from the reserve. That would add oil to the domestic market into September. According to the American shipper, new tanker cargo volume of U.S. crude exports averaged 3.13 million barrels a day in January through May. That's the best first five months of the year ever. Exports of clean petroleum products, including diesel and gasoline, are in such high demand domestically, averaging 2.32 million barrels a day. U.S. gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel markets are tight because seaboard exports are now strong, whereas U.S. refining capacity was down 860,000 barrels a day relative to late 2019. Another source said that a portion of the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve release is already heading to Europe. Crude flows to Europe have definitely picked up, so U.S. consumers are paying higher prices at the pump, in part because U.S. petroleum producers are finding still higher markets elsewhere in the world, boosting exports. The coalition helping Ukraine has come at the expense of the loss of Russian oil and gas in Europe, for which we are partially compensating for with our oil and gas reserves. Any protectionist actions on petroleum taken by the U.S. would soon circle back to harm our ag markets. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.